Welcome to Highway Diary. I'm your host, Eric Hollerbach. This is episode 350 with my guest. My guest today, the comedy Casanova of Costa Mesa, the CEO of the Fuck Ya Nation podcast empire, the coolest guy in California I've ever met, the cast man, Evan Cassidy. What's up, buddy? Fuck yeah, dude. I appreciate it, man. Hey. Thank you. I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to keep it fuck yeah in these in these sort of fuck maybe times you know it's end times it's end days i've never seen a political situation like this where they didn't like who was in there so they're like put the corpse in push him out there and he's like what like it's very weird what's going on um rear rear end days you might say whoa oh boy yikes very you're on the i'm I'm going there today man i'm i'll go there so I don't know if you know this, but this is your second appearance on the Highway Diary podcast. Your first appearance was May 21st, 2013. You were on Highway Diary episode 28. I don't want to talk about politics with you. What I want to talk about is the Game of Thrones empires, you know, clubs rise and fall. Clubs go bank, venues right. go bankrupt. Anchor Bar is not there anymore. Brighton Bar in New Jersey is not there anymore. You Isn't know, you're trying empire. to be- Exactly. You're trying to be an independent artist. You're trying to figure it out. But the landscape, real estate changes, you know, a, a landslide yeah. to take out houses in Malibu. Who knows? <laughs> um, when I was first interviewing you in 2013, you had just made a movie. Dr. Duke Fightmaster made a movie called Pablo Steel. And he has Correct. you in it who I see. OK, this guy's a long hauler. He's going to be around for a while. Uh, Robin Tran. I don't dead name people. Robin Tran was there. Okay. And it was a great independent project. I had made this uh, uh, gay ghost hunter, Damien Shadows. You know, he was ghost hunting and finding, you know what I mean? It was very embarrassing. Um, uh, This other project called uh, Here Comes Godot. Uh, I play a weird, creepy theater agent, but it was like, we put a lot of money in these projects and we're like, but this is so funny that if Hollywood sees it, they'll grant us, you know, like you ever be knighted in front of Queen Elizabeth. You've done that before, right, Casman? Yeah, right. It's like you're knighted by show business. And now, oh, I've bought my way in with yeah. Pablo Steel. So now, you know what I'm saying? So what do you remember about that project? I remember everything. Well, most of it. I mean, um, you know, my, my homie Duke Fightmaster, I mean, I think the first real memory is him and I forged a comedy alliance. That's yeah. Yeah. Wow. In That's blood? Kinda, not in blood. I mean, I think ceremoniously, not, not really in blood. We weren't really into that. Like candles, candles, sacrifice. No, th- there was no sort of no real ritualistic element to, it. I think we just shook hands, maybe fist bumped. I'm kind of a germaphobe, honestly, like with the, the blood and, and, you know, spit, whatever. But I mean, you got to have a comedy alliance. I think that's important in mm. comedy, you know, as you forge a lifelong bro comedy alliance. You know, that's step one. If I oh, were making offer, an independent movie that may or may not make its money back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, in our case, I think definitely did not make its money back. I think in our case, I, I don't know that. I mean, don't quote me. Duke, Duke was more in head of the finances. There could be. Who knows? There might be residuals. I'm, I'm, 
I still check the mailbox. I mean, that's all I'll say. You know what I mean? Is he sitting on like Pablo Steel cash, like hardcore, like in bricks of gold in suitcases in his garage? I mean, it's I I would feel sort of rude asking, you know, but I, I can't say I can't say he isn't. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, and it seems it just doesn't it seems in poor taste, you know, uh, to ask if he has a lot of money coming in from that. Even that after ritualistically giving the bro handshake of. Yeah, I, I mean, that I don't know that that's part of the alliance, per se, is, is to discuss finances that openly with them. You know, I, I do feel OK doing it on this podcast, but to like ask yeah. him that directly just seems sort of I don't know, it just seems it's sort of gauche. Yeah, you know? it's better just to like, you know, yeah, you shouldn't ask questions. You can't about. be you can't be gauche with your bros, you know, anchor bar. Um, I think I met you there. I don't know. I was very active in the LA comedy scene around 2012, 2013. I ran into you a couple of times and then I saw you in New Orleans when I was in uh, grad school at the University of New Orleans for screenwriting. I'm trying to make it different ways. Um, what have what has your journey been like with the anchor bar going down? What's been your mental state? Um, well, you know, I, I think it's kind of like what you said. It's like empires rise and and you know transition um yeah basically uh, you know mondays we would just go we'd go from six to midnight at anchor bar it was a a, a pizza place with sort of like a basement com you know a little bar and about 50 seater low ceiling kind of perfectly set up it's kind of like a little bit smaller than the belly room at the comedy store in, in LA. And, um, but I love that room. It was a great room. Yeah. I, I kind of had a, you know, there was a lot of factors, a lot of things converged at that time. And, and I think, I think, you know, like sometimes you're just in the right place at the right time. I mean, um, we had a lot of talented people trying to do stand up in orange County at the time and guys that went on to do a lot of stuff. Uh, and so they were all, developing their their material at that time and gals a couple a couple uh uh but uh we um i, I kind of just found this format of like a rolling show it was like a six hour the show never stopped so it would we would get after a few years it kind of grew into that but we'd get a hundred comics every week you know what i mean and um so i mean i've had comics from iceland you know china india like i'll see some of these guys they have like big followings internationally a buddy of mine he did a show in uh randomly did a show and he was like at a club in, in like uh kansas and he stopped by some bar show and the guy was like do you know the cast man anchor bar you know so <laughs> we it, i i looked at it as like a comedy train station you know what i mean it, everybody it was a it was a un meeting ground and I mean, it was pretty exhausting, you know, like six hours. I, I put a lot of thought and effort into it and um, it was successful for what it was. I, uh, I do feel like maybe if I had put that thought and effort into something else, I'd be like a billionaire, you know? Yeah, but you but, wouldn't be happy, you know, you have. The I might, I'm, I might, I mean, I'm happy. I, I'm happy being, you know, with the current net worth. <laughs> whatever it may be but 
and I mean, you know, I enjoyed hanging with the bros. I got to, the experiences were priceless, but I don't know. It, it's kind of like, uh, it's, I look at it like a band almost, you know what I mean? There's certain bands that like, there's something cool about the fact that the Rolling Stones are still playing at like 80 years old, but it's also cool. Those bands that they, they only released a couple albums. Each album was killer. You know what I mean? And so anchor bar, it was, I mean, we were getting big comics dropping in. Uh, people would come, people would be like, Hey, I'm filming Conan in a week. Let me work out my set, you know, and I'm going to the just for laughs. Let me drop in, do 10 minutes, Absolutely. you know? And, Absolutely. But it, it ended. What, what's funny was COVID, uh, you know, COVID shut it down. The, the business closed, you know? Um, and, but what's funny is there was actually a year before COVID what 2019 there was a, a guy going around suing comedy venues in California. I don't know if this extended in other States um, with this weird ADA loophole that I, I don't even know the full extent of it, but it was something with like the ADA and like, it was kind of a scheme. It was like this lawyer that he's like famous for these kind of shakedown sort of lawsuits. The um, autistic, Drama Alliance. What's the ADA? <laughs> uh, I oh, American Disabilities Act. Oh, so different different acronym. Wait, you just? Um, I mean, Joey Rell's coming through there. What is he? <laughs> I know. I know. You gotta give me some credit, man. I got. I got a You're guy giving him stage time. I yeah, love we, Joey Rell. Oh my God, what a what a powerful person. Yeah, um, he um he uh you know he would most of the his his first like five or so years most of the sets he would do were at anchor bar you know and what yeah. was great about anchor it, there was no stage so it was great for someone in a wheelchair because they didn't have to you know and then the ada is coming after you what the hell they're coming out yeah um but uh so they sued like 50 venues in california and so for about a year we weren't able to do shows and uh i actually like um, I got like a campaign going. I got, I got signatures. I, you probably signed it at some point. Mm -hmm. um, it had like 1500 signatures. I, I reached out to my, um, the board of supervisors in Orange County about like permitting and stuff. And because um, there became, things started getting more and more complicated at that venue. And, and I, I learned, actually, I honestly learned a lot about like local government and permitting and liquor licenses, you know. And because, yeah, for a year before, so we couldn't do it because of this lawsuit. We finally were able to do it again, January 2020, just before the lockdown. And so we had like 10 weeks of just insane. It was crazy. You know, it I came just back. Picture, yeah, some evil German banker in the background, like, we will trap him in the bureaucracy on 26th when he was open. We will close it to disenfranchise yep. them. Goodbye yep. They, they, uh, you know, COVID, they, they spread it from the, they, they went to the lab in Wuhan and they were like, we got to find a way to end the anchor bar. Yeah. You know, we gotta, too much we gotta, free speech. It gives yeah. too many people who should be oh, silent yeah. a platform. This has yeah. to stop. Well, and that is, that's another thing too, is like, I, I do feel like, yeah, I don't know, like people said crazy stuff at the anchor bar. I mean, I, I, I don't know of six hours unhinged like it just it would get so unhinged and i feel like yeah it was sort of something from a. and plus yeah i mean i got i would host for six hours straight and i you know i, I am at a point in my life where I, I don't know i don't know like 
it, it's just exhausting hosting that long. And, you know, for, for, uh, unless, the, you know, unless the paycheck's coming in a little more, you know, so it, it, it ended in a, in a way it did. And you can't, you can't be, I, I miss it. Definitely. I mean, also I just missed the hangout because I would get to see all, yeah. the, all these different comics. I miss that, but, um, it, uh, it's cool for things to still end on top and be cool, you know? So I saw you in New Orleans and I remember this very well. You were at Carrollton station. I was like, listen, come over here. I need to tell you something. And I, you know, I, I told you a lot of drama that was going on with like different people, not liking me, different things I was seeing. Um, I had similar issues. I had similar Did issues uh, with another person who came to the anchor bar, Eric Wargo. I don't really like very much. Um, but there was a um, there was some other person who was like, I would put out a comedy poster. This person would make a parody of it. And I was like, what the hell? But the thing is, what I realized later, now that I'm older, a little more seasoning, I got some uh, gray hairs over here. What I realized was, first of all, New Orleans gets hit by a hurricane about once every two years. Okay. <laughs> so then you learn about trauma. People are like, traumatized right so yeah. then um their rent you know they have to like start over financially when a fucking hurricane destroys everything right uh, so then the rent and then the the thing and then you start doing well at shows and you they feel like you haven't gone through their filter and yeah. uh but and their trauma as well you know and when i look when i speak to you today the person i had a real big issue with <clears throat> andrew pope um I would nope. say Townie Cokehead. That's what I would say, Townie Cokehead. Anyway, let's move on. So you <laughs> run the Fuck Yon Nation podcast Empire, you know, the yeah. Empire. So I, I want to talk, say about Empires real quick. You think you want to be a billionaire, you know, maybe if you weren't hosting six hours every day at the Anchor Bar, like you could be a billionaire. Like you could have put that energy in getting money. You could have put that, you know. I mean, maybe, maybe even accidentally, like I would have just been paying attention to other things and I would have, accidentally put way more into bitcoin yeah you know at the right moment or you could lose everything in bitcoin if you buy it at 60 grand right yeah 20 yeah so. where, where where are you at now with with the drama with those guys i like austin texas actually there's an honesty to it um i i live in austin i don't live in new orleans you know and here um, yeah yeah i don't know uh, if you treat but people did nice you huh did you ever resolve it with those guys? Not that guy. He moved to LA and uh, uh, is living in a group home or something. I don't know. Fuck that guy. Um, so what I want to <laughs> say is, are, you, are huh? you still mad about it or? No. No. You run the fuck y'all nation podcast empire like an empire. What I want? Okay, here's what I want to say. Let's say you're a billionaire. You know. Like you're like an Elon Musk or like someone who has like $40 billion from real estate investments. Like, let's say you did, you put in the time to do that. Now you have security guards. You got a beautiful wife. She gets jealous when you look at somebody else, you know, cause there's a lot at stake for her too. Then your bodyguard, you know, he, he hires more bodyguards. Your monthly nut keeps going up and up. They're like staying in lavish hotels with you around the world, you know, doing business deals. Your, your, your plane, has an issue where like it needs to be repaired for like 40% of its value. Plus you're playing insurance on it while it's at the, you know, then, you know, you're in the penthouse of this thing, but the city you're living in is like going into crime. So you need more security. 
you know, your, your monthly nut keeps going up and up and up. You got to yeah. make sure you got to serve all these people. You know, I think yeah. it's better to have what I look at you. I go, this guy pretty mentally stable. You know, he's uh, very nice. Every time I see him, he treats everybody great. Like I, me and you, like we've never had static. We've known each other nine years now. Um, I think it's because, you know, your, your poppy was a doctor, his grandpappy, a doctor, uh, you know, am I wrong? Some doctors in your background and they kind of were well, like, well, they, they can be pretty, I feel like that uh, doctors can be pretty disagreeable. Yeah. They and want you I, to show I would, them evidence. Where's the evidence? Yeah. Your life's a and mess. I, Where's the evidence you're <laughs> And they they they're not necessarily nice. They're more they can be a little more concerned about being right. You know what I mean? Like uh, than being than being nice. Cause I mean sometimes sometimes it's like, hey, you know, it's like there's health information you need to know that you might not be happy about, but it's for the best for your overall health. And and it's and it's what's true, you know. There is another thing. There's social capital, and I think uh, you know you ingratiate yourself with a lot of social capital because everyone who meets you, you treat very well. And so you know, there's something. I, to that. I yeah, I I think uh, I don't think you can quantify that though. You know, I, I think you have to, even if that's true, like. I think you have to like assume that you'll never re receive any returns on that capital. <laughs> like you gotta, you gotta assume that you bought any favor you've done any, whatever fr friendships, acquaintances, alliances. Like you have to assume that you bought that at 69,000 Bitcoin and that it's <laughs> tanked to a dollar. Yeah. And you, and you cause yeah, it, it, I, I think it's easy to fall into that trap of like, you know, especially like if you're, if you know, in the comic world, it's like, we're, we're trading cigarettes in prison, running shows. We're like, I'm giving this guy yes. stage time. I'm get, And you kind of have to like, just forget. I, I mean, everybody's different. I mean, but uh, the way I look at it, you kind of have to just forget about it. And cause you just, you'll get so bitter in your mind being like, well, I, I book, I gave him five minutes at that bar show in Lake forest nine <laughs> years ago. You know what I mean? Like, and, and then you run into them and you're like, what, 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 what about that five minutes in Lake forest? And they're like, Whoa, you know, mm -hmm. I, I used to get that way a little bit when I first started, but I mean, especially kind of like going back to, I think the whole experience of, of like the lockdown, like COVID the pandemic, it kind of made me, I just like, I, I've, I've, I'm very forgiving of, you know, the people who slighted me over the years. Uh, I, I look back and, and a lot of that was me being drunk and just. Yeah. Just, you're just having a bad night. Why, why did he bump into me and make me spill my beer? What the hell? Like, you know, it's like, yeah, I was intoxicated. And so I, I kind of, I don't know. And it's weird. It's like there, there are certain comics that have like a lot of. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm not good at capitalizing on the social capital. <laughs> like there's some people, they like they're always at the right place at the right time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But, I wonder if that's a whisper from the angels or if they set their intention right. Like, do I need to get a Ouija board? Like, how do I need to like balance oh, no, in my don't, favor? Don't, 
Don't mess with the Ouija. That's fuck no energy, man. Um, so it's weird. I was I had Jimmy Schubert on my podcast recently, and we were talking about like it gets kind of the island of people that are so crazy that they stay in it doing comedy gets smaller and smaller and smaller. I was looking to prepare for this podcast at what you've been doing lately. First of all, you just had Sam Tripoli, who has been great to me, and he I've been uh opener for him and uh well, oh, not nice. me uh my friend uh well this guy called klaus schwab jr i don't like him but he i'm like his intern so <laughs> klaus schwab jr has been uh he runs his dad runs the world economic forum so yeah um he's like the trust fund brad of davos he's been opening for Tripoli and eddie bravo a lot you would just have nice. him through i see another poster of yours with tremaine bradley bradley i, I met this guy in Houston. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we yeah. became friends immediately. And he's lives in Chicago, but also uh he was from LA and I see this guy around and it's like when I see your posters, I'm like, wait a minute, how does Evan how does a cast man know him? I know him from a totally <laughs> different city that I don't even live in right now. And it's just I like what him, I'm saying is it just gets smaller and smaller when people I stay. cast him I cast him wide, I cast yeah, him wide net T trademark. I was in Bangkok, Thailand, getting blown by a lady boy. Lady boy, she's like, "Oh, you know the craftsman? You know what I mean?" It's like, "Whoa, what the hell?" Oh, hey, Daff- six- Daffodil or whatever her name is. The Easy. Six hour open mic in Costa Mesa. Oh my god! <laughs> That's so you they wrote this up. on Twitter. I don't. This might be uh, disinformation. <laughs> I'm trying to get you banned from Twitter, but you wrote this, so I'm going to confront you with it. Okay. Okay. I spoke with the fellow bandmates at Bong Aside. After much deliberation, <laughs> we've ultimately decided to remove the album Breakdowns and Bomb Ass Takes from Spotify. Jokes. We hope this message sends a bong ripple through the perspective doom, stoner, sludge, metal communities. I was gutted when I read this because I'm, I'm like, oh my God, the cast man. Spotify's coming for the cast, man. I, I'm annoyed. But was this real? Did you really have a band called Bong Aside? Well, I, I uh, helped, you know, I, I cast a wide net, you know, I mean, so I dabble in um, man, man, artist management, um, especially in the sludge metal community. Good. You know, it's, it's pretty burgeoning. And um, yeah, the, you know, the, uh, you know I, I didn't really have much of a take on the whole, it was, around the time of the whole rogan spotify thing you know artists like neil young and um i didn't feel as passionately as as the respective members of bong aside did but ultimately yeah they felt um in solidarity with uh what was it uh crosby stills and nash and young They, Uh, they felt they felt you know they felt the earnest need to take down their um their album breakdowns and bomb ass tokes from Spotify and look, I mean, you know, it's, I know it's political. Very, but that's, so artists I, are just derivative of each other. And so instead of being well, called a thief, they just look, I'm going to redact. Well, well, they felt passionate about it, you know, at, with uh, the whole, uh, their whole stance. And um, I mean, there are arguments. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll put it out. I think it's safe for me to put it out there that there were some heated discussions with with the other members of Bong Aside about this. But I support their decision. I look, I support their decision to do that. I, I 
personally, I, I, I don't see the, the necessity to, to um, take your music off Spotify just just because of Rogan and, you know, whatever he's putting out. I mean, I think Rogan's free to, to say what he wants to say and Bongasite should be free to play sludge metal and, and put it on Spotify. But, you know, that's America. You know, you're free to agree to disagree sometimes, right? Sometimes people peak early, you know, Amy Winehouse dead at 27. Bong aside, you know, they're taken out by Spotify. Who knows? Well, no, I they, do know they, this. They, they you have allies. Their, well, they took their music off Spotify. They weren't, they weren't yeah. canceled. They, they, they felt passionately about the whole Rogan thing. Okay. And so they, they, they decided in solidarity, I guess, with um, whoever it was. I know Neil Young they uh um yeah took their uh their music down so i mean hey you know i, I mean I, I saw it as personally i felt like it was a a net loss for the sludge metal community it's like it's one less sludge metal album on spotify so neil young took his album down because joe rogan said the word ivermectin on his podcast and so bong aside went the same way they just felt like um yeah yeah this is a step too far yeah yeah and, and uh you know, I mean, I have my, I have my point of view on it, but um, I support their decision to do that. You know, I, I still help manage Bong aside. Okay. Um, we still have a, a a solid working relationship, in spite of you know these these. I mean, that's that's art, right? I mean, you you have disagreements and you work, you hash, you have to hash it out. I mean, you know, but I, I think they could have, you know, I think there's some middle ground for different different philosophies to exist together and um on the same platform i mean hey but uh, i'm old school with my kind of view of like the sludge metal world yeah you got a, a an old world take on sludge metal um uh, you have some allies in the music business and uh one of which is the island boys <laughs> They hit it hard. I think know? they saw Bongaside removed from Spotify in solidarity with Neil Young. And they were like, look, fuck Young Nation. They're into some like global shifts. It's almost like a good artist is like a chiropractor in society. They just make adjustments. They just go cut. Look, I see something. Yeah. Something's wrong here. Clap, clap, clap. You know? Well, I think, you know, the Island Boys, you know, their whole thing, it's like, uh, that I, you know, there's sort of like a, there's sort of an inherent kind of laid back, you know, very sunny, fuck yeah energy to um, an island versus like, a, what, a continent, I guess, per se. So uh, yeah. I the think they, continent. Uh-huh. it just, it just really, it just gelled, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just nectar, you know. 
it just worked out with, with that. So I, I worked on, I, uh, kind of put together a riff. I, I've been working on the remix of that one for a while. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is man, this an exclusive? What if I could find it? I don't know if I have the one with the, uh, the vocals, but what, you made some instrumentals. Yeah. I was working on it. I was just so inspired by, by, uh, what the I, the island boys were bringing to the situation. Oh, yeah, I only have the instrumental. All right. Well, uh, I, I, wanna, I, can send, I can send it in the chat. I want to send uh, tell you something else about. Please. I can't. I can't on the fly mix the two. Um, I'm not that advanced. I want to say something else about the cast man on Twitter before I. Uh, um, you said uh, sunlight, or as I call it, the poor man's ivermectin. Very political there, touchy. Um, is it weird that the homeless people are getting all the sunlight so they're immune from uh, COVID-19? You also said on Twitter, shotgunning a beer and mumbling, no one talks about the immune system. Wow, so a lot of information there. Is that you being insecure because you're of your doctor family whispering in your head, hey? Hmm? Uh, whispering what? You know, hey. Facts about science and medical information. Oh, uh, I, you know, I ran into a guy who uh, just during one of the COVID spikes, who was like shit faced, mm -hmm. and he was like going on about the immune system. And, yeah, uh, listen, it's like, the immune system is like, <laughs> it's like falling over. It's, yeah, it's like really got to take yeah, care of your body. Yeah, your liver's your liver just checked out, bro. But I don't know. I'm just tweeting. Uh, who knows, man? I uh, I think that's part of the fuck yeah vibe is like I I feel like uh, I see where people are coming from on stuff. You know, I, yeah. I it's it's hard for me to be like like I see people's take on things. I see why people would be kind of like, oh, you know, I don't want to get a you know bat coronavirus, and I see why other people would be like, oh, well, you know, there might might also be good to do this other thing so i don't know i'm not trying to uh i mean i am an expert I, i'm i'm no having known someone who was a doctor i am an expert on coronaviruses in general you know i went to your twitter i was very um offended because you went after you first of all you did my whole act and uh i want to play it here this is this is the cast man's is this not going to work right now Sugar. Oh man, I hope uh, it won't. If I if I did your whole act, man, I'm sorry about that. You played a character called the nondescript East Coasters anti-vax theory. Oh, it might work. Here it goes. Let's hear it. No, I have this weird thing go on that I'm like paranoid because I prepped the clip, I listened to it, and now it's not working when I'm on live. Well, it's, uh, it's, a lot, it's a lot going on you know it's a lot going on with the, the zoom and the island boys works i did it the same way um God well, damn. i'm trying to i'm trying to think of what you know i would make i would like like make a video and then it would be like a week later it's like the whole topic has has like you think oh wouldn't this be weird if this happened and then the whole topic like becomes real a week later and then i'm like oh man oh wait shit 
Oh, can you can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, I'm, oh there we go. Um, but yeah, man, I apologize there for for stealing your whole skit. You know, <laughs> the only thing I talked about with COVID nineteen was how fat I got, and because um, there's a restaurant called uh, a grocery store called Restaurant Depot, and Restaurant Depot would only service restaurants, but during the pandemic they opened to the public. And so I was buying like 50 pound things of chicken wings. And I was like, I'm a survivor. I'm going to survive this. So like my diet was like literally popcorn and chicken skins and like saltine crackers. And then like I got, I went to the doctor because my like butt was itchy all the time. He's like, you have like commercial hemorrhoids. And I was like, don't try to change my lifestyle. And he's like, what are you eating? What do you, I've never seen anything like this. I was like chicken skins and popcorn. You know what I mean? I'm a survivor. That's my lifestyle. And he was like, you have to change, you know, preventative medicine, drink water. I was like, what? So I went to this doctor and he was all like uppity on me. And I was like, laser him off. You fucking asshole. Like laser. Yeah. My- oh, you're the doctor. You live in a mansion. Okay. Pop my ass. It. You fucking ass freak. Yeah. Drink. Jesus it's shit. like drink water. I don't want to know about your sexuality, doc. Jeez. I know. Why well, is he just, like asking me these personal questions? It's like, dude, don't try to change. I actually, me. I actually got theatrical hemorrhoids. Theatrical hemorrhoids, not commercial reads, please. Yikes, jeez. Um, all right, you posted this. We got. I got to take a pee break. You posted this November seventh, twenty twenty. You posted to Twitter. Trump just bumped me at a backyard comedy show barbecue in Glendora. What the hell? The cast man got bumped by Trump. Wait, wait, when when did I post that? November seventh, twenty twenty. Trump just bumped me. Oh man! At a backyard comedy show barbecue in Glendora. That's what you. T- and I got very offended by that. I go, look, President Trump. I know you're the president, but th- there's a list. You have to sign up for the list. You have to wait like everybody. Yeah, he just I, uses power I feel to like, bump you. I don't feel like my tweets age well. You know, <laughs> like you know what I, th- I think that week. I think Trump was doing. He was like going on traveling, doing a lot of speeches or something. I, I feel like I, I want to try to defend that there was something to that, that there was another layer, but I don't know. No, November, uh, I'm trying to remember what I was even doing November 2020. I, uh, there's a comic in Jersey that does a great uh, Trump impression. So I was like, oh, you know, Bob Diavendo. Anyway, um, I'm going to pause. I, got, I really have to go pee. We're going to start again. Okay. Yeah. Hey man, I'm gonna. We don't get a lot of uh, politics from the cast, man. He tends to keep it cool. Hey, live and let live. Whatever you're into, man. Whatever you want to say on stage, I'll be here for six hours. That's fine. You want to talk bad about my mom? Here's my stage. Shit on me. If you're disabled, we don't even have a ramp. Just walk on. Oh, now the disabled alliance is after me. What? I got to get a lawyer. Speaking of politics, you did a fundraiser for Andrew Yang uh when he was running tell me about that i I like andrew yang i watch a lot of his stuff i'm like well clearly uh i like all his politics i like this guy he's speaking the truth he's saying like well you know right now to just have a gap of income inequality everyone should get like a thousand dollars a month yeah yeah you know it was weird some of his like kind of policies and ideas were sort of implemented uh throughout the pandemic i don't know that they really worked uh i mean we'll we'll see uh 
but yeah, he's, he was pretty cool. I, I, I felt like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I had heard him on some podcasts and stuff, you know, and, and thought he, there was kind of a fuck. Yeah. Vibe, you know? And, um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, especially like, yeah, in the, in a sort of sea of like fuck maybes mm-hmm. in terms of like the candidates. And so I ended up running into some, like the orange County Yang supporters. I, I made some, a video with them. I randomly like stumbled on them. And then, uh, I had one of them on my podcast and just kind of learning more about it. I was kind of intrigued by it. And, and so, yeah, I, I, I hosted a couple fundraisers. Um, I might've got COVID from one of them. I, I don't know. Uh, that, that was like December, 2019. It was like when a bunch of people were sick, no one knows if it was COVID or, you know, I mean, it probably was for some people, but, um, but yeah, it was cool. I mean, um, I don't really know where, yeah, I, I know, I don't know what Yang's doing these days, really. I know he, he tried to run for mayor of New York. Um, hey, look, it's like, you know, every now and then you got to get on. I, I am a moron. I've blown money on three projects that didn't make its money back. I got three Pablo Steels out there Damien Shadows, Here Comes the Dough, <laughs> and my own stand up specials. I mean, I'm an idiot, you know, but I, I, I should just go with the flow more. The fuck yeah, nation. Keep it fuck yeah. We all get dirty. Dirty dodging. Dirty dodging it. Yeah, they they came up with, I was saying dirty dogging it, but they were, they said dirty dodging it, which I kind of like more, you know, I I don't know if that was intentional on their part, but. Did you ever lose money on a comedy boondoggle, like a show where you booked a headliner and gave him a lot of money or like a personal project? I know bong aside, you're managing them. So they, they have their own problems. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. A lot of times, you know, I mean, uh, that's kind of part of the game. Like I, I, I had this venue this like playhouse i was hosting or i was filming a web series at which yeah i was losing money on that i was like <laughs> that was like i was like no we gotta we gotta rent this bar i need to buy a 250 dollars dinosaur suit this is essential for the it's a business expense this is a business expense yeah. my dinosaur suit oh and i wasn't even good at, i wasn't even good at keeping track of that you know and um i probably could have saved some money uh but uh then that venue was like oh well you should do a live show and i i was barely doing any stand-up at the time but i was like oh yeah i i plucked the like couple local comics i knew we sold tickets some probably 60 people show up you know what they probably i think ten dollar cover or something you know and and i think they cut me a deal i i just rented the the theater for a hundred bucks so i mean my first show i was like i made five hundred dollars this is easy you know what I mean? I'm like, oh yeah, I'll just do this every week. I'll just make 500 bucks every week right, for an right. hour. Um, and then the second show, like 20 people showed up. The third show, like eight people showed up. And now I've lost my, you know, now I'm, I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, you just pay a 60, you know, instead of the, the hundred, you know what I mean? But yeah. 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 Like producing shows is like a form. Yeah. Producing shows is like another form of cryptocurrency and gambling and, you know, like it doesn't, ah, yeah. And then that, that kind of goes back into like to the social capital thing where it's like, it's like, you know, ah, oh, you, you kind of, 
you can pay this like drunk lunatic who you know to like headline your bar show thirty dollars and he'll do fine or you can you know chuck out a little more cash and you can kind of get a slightly higher caliber of comic and then yeah maybe you don't make as much money you know you, you got to drink three less beers when you host there's a, there's a science to it there's a there's an an economic strategy to it but yeah i mean dude i've oh and pe- people like yeah that was one thing when, I, when i'd be hosting shows and it would occasionally go well you'd occasionally pass around a tip jar and make some money but then like the local comics would have like a jealousy like oh my god he he made 13 dollars yeah. tonight what a what a capitalist they should have went through my filter snort anyway anyway so um uh <laughs> it was formerly the anchor bar. no so you, you formerly ran the anchor bar now you're a creep of the lock cave the harp in you got some momentum back you, you know you're back in the saddle uh fuck nation.com um any other plugs any other you know things you want to reveal before we uh wrap up episode 350 of the highway diary podcast evan cassie cast yeah yeah, you know, I, I would just uh, encourage the listeners to just cast their own wide net, whatever, however that may look, you know, as long as it's something that's uh, legal and, uh, you know, relatively, you know, positive to, to the world, or, <laughs> you know, um, if you're, if, if you're, a, don't take my advice, and be like, oh, I'm a, I'm like a aspiring home burglar i'm gonna cast a wider net of no don't do that cat don't you know don't uh break the law i'm an involuntary but, uh, tattoo artist i show up behind people and give them involuntary tattoos real fast that's my art oh wow i'm sorry that's wow. my art though yeah that yeah that, that's another level of performance art for sure that's like that's some crazy like gg allen level mm-hmm. tattoo guy you know but um, yeah, I, would say I, I, I have a new podcast coming out soon, soon to drop the Castman show. So wow. it's in the works. It's in the works. It's I mean, there's not a lot I can say about it. I mean, bong, between Bong aside and yeah. all the contracts, but the Castman show, uh, check it out. And um, yeah, I'm just going to be tr- try to um, edit, um, you know, uh horizontal or was it vertical uh 39 second stand-up clips with the the you know the uh tiktok voice in the background and the the subtitles which you could find at the cast man show on instagram and tiktok until the fcc closes it and you know shuts it down i mean comedians it's embarrassing comedians are just social media whores it's like i just imagine okay now i have to do the tiktok so i do this i have to do this now i have to dance i just think about like in amsterdam the red light district it's like well the girl bethany you know she started wearing that lingerie with like the little satan theme so then like if you didn't even have that costume honey you're not getting any business it's like that's how I feel we are, you know, yeah, but there's honor them. amongst thieves, you know, you have to, we, we know how much we're struggling. And so we have to like, you know, rise each other up and big each other up. I feel when you're like in a class of comics, that's like desperate. Um, I had a uh, Ariel Isaac Norman on my podcast. Who's a good friend of mine now. And um, she said something that I really stuck to me that she goes, there's no middle class in comedy. It's 
complete degenerate drug addict losers. And the next day, 90 shows in Vegas, the next day yeah. headlining. It's like, there's no middle class. It's like, you're, you're just in the sea of talent. Try to keep your mind right. And then yeah. people pop around you. Boom, boom. And it's well, like, I think you got to just, uh, you got to try to have a, an enthusiasm for the, the sort of changing landscape because you know i mean a guy a guy like you or, or me like we can at least like you know we at least know how to like navigate the adobe premiere trial version you know what i mean sure. so like i i think yeah i i do see some um some cool things happening to people that are like able to edit a, like a 33 second stand-up clip you know and, and, and which who knows i mean it, it could i mean I, I definitely see a lot of guys at that level that are kind of able to get a little bit of a following and it's kind of it's you know hopefully uh i mean i mean which is i guess you know a goal to some extent obviously um cast it wide get get the the bits out there find people that that are into them you know um but yeah i I know that's something i'm going to try to focus on and so yeah i'm i'm at the cast man show on everything and um yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm still I'm learning to fuck again. You know what I mean? Like from the pandemic. Yeah. I'm still getting the like I I think there's some people who are like stuck in the like okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna do the exact same thing I did before the pandemic happened. You know what I mean? Or and I, I think you just gotta go with yeah, like you said, go with the flow, you know. And well, um, I didn't say that the island. Well, yes, they I like I don't take medical advice if if it doesn't go through the island boys. I don't talk to nobody if it doesn't go through the island boys. Um no, but um when I first uh are you gonna play a song? Okay, could you hear that? No. Turn up, turn up. I don't think it has the vocals though. Yeah, I why don't you take uh, medical advice from the Island Boys? No, I do. I I listen to them oh, yeah. for everything. I, they, it goes through their filter. They're they're prosperous, you know. If I'm like, hey, should I talk to my neighbor? Or are they sketchy? They're like, I wouldn't talk to him. Sketch, sketch, scus, scus, you know. And I'm like, okay, cool. Thanks, Island Boys. I may have gotten a business deal or opened a business with someone who is scrupulous. Um. Anyway, okay. This has been episode. <laughs> 350 of Highway Diary, the cast man, the comedy Casanova of Costa Mesa. Returning guest, first time was on Highway Diary episode 28. I want to make an announcement to you. We're not only in the stand-up category of all podcasts, uh, 166 right now in America, we're number seven in Slovenia. I'm not showing up anywhere else. I was in Great Britain. I was as high as 88 for stand-up podcasts. Um, 
now Slovenia, I'm in the top ten. Like I could be president of Slovenia tomorrow. So thank yeah. you for coming to. Have, do you have a good Slovenian accent? Uh, I appreciate my. If you listen to. Um, thank you for highway highway diaries. Kind of general Slavic uh, type type niche. Slavia niche, you know. Hey, that's that's what I order at the deli. Thanks, Cass, man. You've always been Thank a good you, friend man. to me, and I uh, really appreciate you, brother. Much love, man. Take care of yourself. All right. Keep dirty dodging it in Austin, man. Fuck yeah.